Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast, hosted by the legend himself, or as I refer to him, the legend in his own mind, Rav Holly. What is up, everyone? Hopefully we got some sound today. Uh, somebody's in the room. It looks like we may have one person. Is that you? Uh, nomad is that you random nomad looks like we got one person in the room uh, hopefully uh, we don't have static today I have uh, been having a hard time getting everything uh, I don't know what's going on it's just like one thing after another I've been having internet problems and then I got the internet somewhat working and then I was having a huge static issue so hopefully we're working again today uh, for the show Got my fingers crossed. If anybody can uh, hear me, uh, if you'd let me know if you can hear me okay, I would totally appreciate it. Hopefully we get the static issue uh, ironed out. If not, please let me know. Uh, it is the day before Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Wednesday, November 25th, 2020 show. I am the American Nomad, Rav Holly. Welcome to the American Nomad podcast. And... We were going to talk about Tom Green last week, joining the van life, and that didn't happen. I tried to make it happen, but it just, last week, it just wasn't going to happen. So, <clears throat> we're going to do it again today. We're going to continue where we left off. So, without further ado, we're on B camera. Let's hit A camera and get this show started. What do you say? I spent like 25 minutes trying to uh, make sure I had everything uh, set right and start the stream and uh, the music's not up. It's a little quiet random nomad. Thanks buddy for letting me know. Let me see if I can turn it up a little here. Should be better now. Everything's real finicky with this thing, so uh, I have to, uh, if I get it too loud, then we get static, and if it's too low, then you can't hear it, so it's uh, it's pretty finicky. And uh, I had it all, all set, so I didn't mess with anything, but uh, unfortunately, because we had the static issue last week, I had to mess with a bunch of stuff. Okay, good. It's good, Random Nomad. Welcome to the show, buddy. Good to see you. Man, last week was a beating. Couldn't get this show to work for anything last Friday. Uh, I was actually having an internet issue, and I'm not sure if the internet issue was with my, if it's my, uh, I don't know if it's my card, my internet card in my computer, or that plugs into my computer, or I don't know if it's the internet for the building. I don't play, I don't pay, for, I don't play, I don't pay for the internet. I get free internet with my office, and it's really good internet, uh, 5G, so it's really fast, usually, and no show Monday, yeah, because uh, I've been having this internet problem. I couldn't even game, I couldn't even play my Call of Duty, and I couldn't figure out what was going on, and it was happening the other day, but I, w I didn't realize it was the internet, I thought it was the game, Call of Duty game, because it kept disconnecting from the server. I could play a game for like five minutes and then it would just disconnect and I was getting so frustrated with the game and I was I was bitching and moaning about Call of Duty and them doing different designs and stuff and then it wasn't even on their end, it was on my end. Yeah, no COD, sad day, because COD is life. But uh, I got it, it seems to be working uh, pretty good today. I played some Call of Duty, had a 19 kill, 119 kill tournament uh, where I had 19 kills and then I also played with another player that's a beginner and I played plunder and did over a million a million three on my end if you've ever played plunder that's pretty good uh, we placed first place and we're it was me and my friend or my teammate who was a he's rated as a 42 and I'm rated as a 155 which is as high as you can go and uh, but usually it's a team of four and there was just the two of us and he 
made a hundred like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars and I raised one point three million and we won. Yeah, happy early turkey day, random nomad. How's the sound? Does it sound okay? Is everything good here, hopefully? <clears throat> yeah, last week was a beating. Uh the whole internet thing really threw me off. Awesome. Good 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 deal, random nomad. Is everybody ready for Turkey Day? Or what are we doing? Is everybody uh, locked up for COVID? Like, what are, what, are we, what are we doing? Oh, it's your birthday today, Random Nomad? Happy birthday, buddy. Did not know that, man. Happy birthday. Hope you've had a blessed day, buddy. Oh, so you're a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. Waiters or Scorpio. 36 years young. You're just a baby. So are you a Scorpio or are you a Sagittarius? Can't remember. You're a Scorpio. I believe. Chevy Life. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. What's going on, Trav? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Yeah, so if uh if you haven't heard, uh Tom Green chilling in San Antonio. Oh, you must be with uh, the ex wife and the kiddos. How's the weather in San Antonio? I hear it's pretty, uh, still pretty warm over there in Texas right now. It's still nice here. Really nice here. And uh, I want to say it's funny because uh, the the podcast, Chevy Life, yes sir, yeah, it's in the 80s still. Yeah, it's same here. Uh, it's cooling down there. You're in Wisconsin, right, Random Nomad? I bet it's cooling down up there. Up north. So, yeah, uh, last week, uh, if you remember Tom Green from the 80s and 90s, uh, to the 40s, yeah, that is cooling down. That's too cold for me. Uh, Texas will probably be like that. It'll be like that in San Antonio probably before long. I say probably mid-December, first or mid-December. Oh yeah, you're a, you're a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius as well, Random Nomad, but I'm a December baby, so I'll, my birthday will be on December the 14th. Yeah, 90s and the 2000s, Tom Green. So yeah, he has actually joined the van life, so it's funny, these celebrities, uh, we talked about it a little bit on Friday's show that went awry. Uh, you had Steve-O and you had Wee Man from the Jackass guys that kind of jumped into the van life. And I guess Wee Man actually bought a full-time rig and sold his house. But I haven't really seen or heard of anything about him being doing van life. I think he did it for, I think, for the because of the cool aspect of it. I don't think he's really doing it. But on the... On the flip side of that, Tom Green is actually really doing the van life. He has bought a van, and he is living in his van, and he is traveling, and he is making YouTube videos in his van. And uh, he's doing it just like any other van lifer. And it's pretty. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, from his, you know, it's it's interesting to see a celebrity doing uh, the van life. It's but you know, it's really gotten to the fad point when you start having like celebrities. Uh, doing van life because it's such a it's such a fad right now that you know everybody wants to you know everybody wants to you know get those views on YouTube is what I think. Joe Eldorado, man, my Texas buddy. So Chevy Life, uh, my buddy Trav, uh, who's my personal friend from when we were kids, he's in San Antonio. Joe Eldorado, you're in Austin, right? And Joe Eldorado is my friend from out here in the desert in uh, Victorville, but he moved to uh, Austin. Trying to watch your stream, but it's laggy on my end. Oh, man, I hate to hear that. I actually went in and uh, set the latency uh, because I had the latency. I turned, I put it on uh, high, and I think that's part of that was part of the problem uh, that messed up the show last week because I had never messed with that. And I just thought, well, the latency is really good because I have fast internet. And I think that was part of the problem that uh, was screwing up with the, screwing with the show uh, last week, and the fact that the internet was screwing was messing messing up. 
I ran on it says it might be your connection, Joe. Yeah, definitely might be your connection, Joe. I think we're doing pretty good here today. Hopefully. I played some I played a few hours of Call of Duty, so uh, it takes a lot of computer to do that. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know about you guys uh, where you're at, but here in California, we're going into a second lockdown. Everything's closing up. Everything's going into a second lockdown right for the holidays. Does that mean there's no Black Friday? Does that mean there's not going to be any crazy rush at Best Buy and Target and Walmart? You know what I find really fun? Minnesota has done that too. Oh, Minnesota's already locked down again? Yeah. You know what I find really funny is... Uh, the, you know, like if they said that there was a meteor going to hit the going to hit the earth and it was going to be the end of days, I never would have dreamed that the thing that people would run after would be toilet paper. But now I'm convinced that if they announced that a meteor was going to hit the earth, they'd be a run on toilet paper. Uh, Chevy Life says no lockdown here, but San Antonio has a liberal mayor. So they sent out a red alert the other day. Yeah. Random Nomads is only in blue states. Yeah, for sure. Joe Adorado, back to watching 40K tribute music videos and painting models. I'll try a bit later. No worries, Joe. Oh, you're painting, uh, you're doing like car models? I used to do those, man. Remember the car models, Trav, that we used to build? You used to get them in a box. You get a model in a box and you just a plastic model and you assemble it all and paint it yourself. And God, I'd forgotten all about those. I used to have several of them that I built. I did, I did a 57 Chevy. I did a 78 Trans Am. Uh, Chevy Life says, oh, yeah, I was in a club. Yeah, for sure. That was a, I can't even remember what they were called. Uh, Random Numbers says, I remember doing them, too, back in the day. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know. If, I didn't even know they still made those. But they were super popular when I was a kid. <clears throat> And then you weren't worth your weight, and you weren't worth your weight as in anything until you could actually assemble a model and put it together. And I remember I got like three or four of them, and I had glue everywhere because they they give you that glue, and like the the car had glue all over it. It took me forever. I didn't get good at building models until I was probably probably twelve, eleven, or twelve. I tried it when I was like six or seven, and then. I didn't get good at it until I was like 12, where I could build one that looked like what was on the box. I know I would build them when I was younger, and the the tires would always break or fall off. Chevy Life says, me and Troy entered, put puts in a car show one year, and I won. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Random number says, I remember gluing my fingers together. Yeah, it wasn't super glue, but it was it was like a super glue that you used to put those things together. I don't even, where would you buy those things today? I don't even know where you would get them at. I guess you could order them online. It's pretty funny because uh, <clears throat> during the summertime, rubber cement, yeah, it was rubber cement, yeah. I think you're right. So during the summertime, uh, they run the air conditioner to the in the building, and it's literally like a freezer in here. It's freezing. And now... Uh, it's winter time and they've turned the air conditioning off and with these lights, I forget, it's always kind of a, it's not, I, I wear a jacket, but then when I turn these lights on, it warms up quick. <laughs> so I'm like, God, can't win for losing. Uh, Chevy Life says they still sell them online. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They sell everything online pretty much. You can pretty much buy anything online. So anyway, yeah, Tom Green's doing the van life. Uh, pretty interesting. If you haven't uh, kept up with Tom Green, check out his channel. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast last week, and it's actually a very good episode. Uh, I always kind of thought that I was never like a big Tom Green fan. I thought he's a little eccentric and really wasn't my cup of tea. But, you know, when he was on MTV and stuff, you know, I used to watch him. I think a lot of us used to watch him when he was on MTV. And uh, he was the original podcaster. He was the first one that actually set up a podcast. Him and the other guy that was on MTV. I can't think of his name. The DJ, the VJ that was on MTV. Uh, he's still got a podcast as well. And they've both been on the Joe Rogan podcast. 
Hey, Lamont, driving home, Lamont. What's going on, buddy? Good to see you. Man, Lamont, you're so close to 1,000 subscribers. I checked your channel the other day, and it was like 994, I think. If you guys are into uh, the van life, be sure to subscribe to uh, my buddy Lamont's channel. He's, we're trying to get him to 1,000 subscribers so he can monetize his YouTube channel and he can make a little bit of money. Joe Adorado goes, I got super glue in my eye and they had to put a liquid in my eye that burned so much to break down. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, that is a, a horror story, getting super glue in your eye. The Tom Green Show. Yeah, that's exactly what it was called, the Tom Green Show. Very true, Random Nomad. I'd forgotten what it was called. Uh, Joe Adorado says, I have to watch the show with a minute lag. Oh, wow. So it doesn't uh, lag on you. Uh, driving home. Yeah, I never keep track. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're. that's the best way to do it, is just never keep track. I actually got a text from my friends Ambo Life, uh, Devin and April, and they had informed me that um, there is a movie that is uh, getting ready to shoot, and they have rented... Devin and April, April's ambulance that they live in, uh, for this movie. So that's pretty interesting. They got a pretty good little chunk of change uh, that they're only going to use it for, I think, a day or two days, uh, while they're shooting, and they're going to put Devin and April up in an Airbnb. So Ambo Life, they're renting their ambulance out, their house, to a movie for to be a picture car in this movie that's going to be made. Pretty interesting. Joe Eldorado says, I'm a pathetic nerd and I build gun dams. Gun dams? I don't even know what that is. Gun dams. You'll have to explain. I'm so I'm somewhat of a nerd too when it comes to computers and stuff, but is that like a rector set? Gun dom? My computer warns up my your computer warms up your apartment? Yeah. Oh, Anime. It's Anime. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm too old. I'm, I'm so old, man. I don't I don't need... I have... That's... I do not know much about the Anime. It's funny because I was... I went on a date with this Asian girl uh, a few years ago, and she was talking about Anime and stuff, and I just did not have any idea what she was talking about made me feel really old but it's interesting to see uh, Tom Green jump into the van life and it makes me wonder what other celebrities will will follow suit uh, it's it, but to an extent it's one of the reasons that I've kind of lost my luster for the van life is it's gotten to be such a fad it's so fad you know it's like uh the cool hipsters you know they want to be you know they all want to do van life and it's kind of uh it's not a slap in the face and I'm not really complaining about it but well I am complaining about it because when I've been doing it for four years <clears throat> going on four years and then you'll have this uh good looking you know like LA hipster couple uh, like in their 20s, early 20s, and, you know, and uh, they'll jump into the van. They'll go buy a Sprinter. They'll go buy like a 70000 you know, $80,000 Sprinter and then spend another twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 building it out, get it all built out, and then they'll build a YouTube channel and then they'll jump on YouTube and within six months to a year, they've got 50, 60, 70,000 subscribers, maybe a hundred thousand subscribers. They're making tons of money on YouTube and then they break up and they just, and then they just stop and they, they just go away. I've seen it countless, countless times. Chevrolet, Civy Life says, that's why I sold my Silverado. They got too popular. Guess I just have to be different. Yeah, that makes sense. The funny thing is, um, Chevy Life, I actually saw a Silverado identical to yours uh, here in L.A. probably about a month ago. It had different wheels on it, but it looked exactly like yours. 
I was like, holy crap, that looks exactly, I was going to try to take a picture of it, but it was at a red light, and by the time I got ready to take a picture, it was taken off. Random Nomad says, F&A is a new channel I came across today, example of what you're talking about. Hmm, F&A, I don't know what that, oh, F&A is a new van life channel. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, Chevy Life, you got a square body. Yeah, Chevy Life had a really, really nice, uh, little square body short bed silver Chevy pickup that he actually did himself. He's he's a very good mechanic. Uh, if you've ever watched my Vagabond Days videos when I was in Texas, Chevy Life is the one that welded up my Doug Thorley headers that can't be replaced on my uh, 82 motorhome. They don't make headers for that motorhome anymore. So I've got to go to exhaust manifolds, but uh, Trav Chevy Life welded them up and patched the holes in those headers and they were in really bad shape and he did it a fantastic job and they're still holding there's a little tiny little little tiny exhaust leak but it's I mean it's you don't I mean I, the only reason is I know what exhaust leak is so I hear it but I mean it still runs great yeah random nomad it's his profile picture no I still have Bertha she's parked right out here Still have her. <clears throat> I wish I'd sold her. So anyway, I wanted to, uh, I actually, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, and I wanted to give thanks because it's crazy. Um, the viewers, the viewership seems to have been down on my podcast. I mean, I was doing like 200 views and now they're down to like 50. So that was kind of a bummer. And, you know, I was like, well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, the show, the show's not new anymore and it's just me talking. So people probably get, some people probably get tired of listening to me talk. So I can understand that. But the funny thing is, is with uh, the super chats and the donations from uh, Random Nomad and Trav Man and, and other people that have donated, I made more this month with the viewership being down on the podcast than I've ever made, which blew my mind because I wasn't even sure if I would get paid this month by YouTube. I didn't even, I was like, hmm, I don't even think there would probably be enough views. And then the other thing is my other channel, which I haven't done anything on that other channel in nine months. I don't know what's going on over there. The videos are going through the roof. People are watching those videos and commenting on them. And it's so weird. And it's funny because when I wasn't doing anything with this channel and I was working on Nomad News, it was the exact same way. Like the Nomad News weren't wasn't taking taking off. I'd do a video and it might get like a hundred views or two hundred views. Now I go over there and look at those videos and there's three, four, five, six, seven thousand views on them. It's so weird. It sometimes I feel like YouTube is just messing with me. And then it makes me think, oh well, I need to get back over and and work on that other channel. And it's one channel's enough. It's impossible. I, I need to work on both of them, but I just. Uh, it's too much, too much hassle to try to get both of them going. I think. Yeah, random nomad. The nomad news channel is blowing up, and I don't know why. I haven't done anything with it. Used to the way it worked. I guess YouTube has changed it. But used to the way it worked is they would punish you. I mean, it was like a. I don't know if they would punish you, but like, if you weren't active and you weren't uploading on a regular basis, your channel would just kind of die. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't push your videos or. They wouldn't do anything with your videos. So your channel would basically just become dormant. You wouldn't get any new views or anything. I've had that happen to this channel where I would work hard for on videos for like six months and then they would get a ton of views and then I would stop working on the channel and then it would just die. And I mean, it might get, you know, I'd look at it and there might be 15 or 20 views in a day and that's nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, Chevy Life says, does YouTube censor you at all? You know, I don't know, uh, Trav. I really don't know if YouTube does censor me, but I just feel like, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, this is probably, it's it's my own conspiracy theory, I guess. I don't know. I went to the YouTube, uh, the YouTube space here in LA and went through their creator program back in like 2010, 2011, uh, when I really wanted to get hard and heavy working and doing YouTube. And I graduated, uh, got my little certificate and everything from uh, YouTube, their creator 
certification program. I got a cap, a YouTube cap, and some stickers, YouTube stickers and stuff. And um, I, but I just, and I met some people there uh, from YouTube, and it just made me feel. I've just kind of felt like maybe I rubbed somebody the wrong way, or somebody just didn't like me, and they like flagged my channel or something. I don't know because. Like the crazy thing is, so I can be doing my channel and I can talk to somebody. I could say like, hey, tr hey, like Joe Eldorado, dude, you should do a channel uh, showing people how you do your your uh, your cars or your models or whatever. And he'll start a channel. And within four months, five months, he zooms past my channels. I've got I have people that I've talked into starting a YouTube channel going, dude, you should start a YouTube channel. And they've got hundred thousand subscribers and making their, they're making boo koodles of money off YouTube. I have one friend that's a, he was a real estate uh, agent and uh, he just bought a $2.4 million brand new house in Vegas, built it. Hey, Freedom Dove. Welcome girl. Good to see you. Let's see, we're getting a message here. It says, uh, the stream's current bitrate is higher than the recommended. Hmm. I'll have to check that at another time. Good to see you, Freedom Dove. You ready for Thanksgiving? But anyway, yeah, we're getting ready to go back into a lockdown here in L.A., Chevy Life says, the only reason I haven't pursued the YouTube channel is my disability income. Don't want to mess it up. Yeah, that, I totally understand that. The thing about it is, though, uh, Chevy Life is, <clears throat> it's going it, to, more than likely, it'll take you a while before, uh, you, before it would do anything. I mean, uh, you're able to, I think you're able to, to get some money from YouTube. Uh, but, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, he, he is. Did you see that? So if, if you if anybody hasn't uh, seen this, our our, uh, our amazing governor, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he literally um, has been he's the one that set this brand new curfew that you're supposed to be indoors by 10 p.m. You're not supposed to be out in public after 10 p.m. It's a city, I mean, it's a statewide curfew uh, that after 10 p.m. you're not supposed to be outside and you're not supposed to have more than six people uh, in a gathering, even in your own house. You're not supposed to have more than six people at any kind of gathering. He gets caught like last week with some kind of doctors, um, they were like doctors, uh, it was, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of them, uh, but anyway, he gets caught in a gathering uh, with like 12 people, 12 to 15 people. They're like all eating dinner at this $300 a plate restaurant. The lobbyists, they're, do they're uh, medical lobbyists. Hey, Hacking Hollywood, my good friend Noah, what is going on, Mr. Sergeant? Oh, dude, it's, there's been nothing else to do, uh, during this pandemic. I don't know why you're just now going to finally start making weekly videos. This is the perfect, the, the one thing about 2020, as I can say, is it's been the perfect year to do YouTube. If you're not, you know, because my regular, I mean, I think yours as well, Noah, my, my regular job is non-existent. I know a lot of people are going back to work. Esther, I was just looking at Esther, my friend Esther. Uh, she's a production assistant. And I just looked at her stories on Instagram. And I think she's on the new, uh, it's the spinoff of the Sons of Anarchy. I did the, uh, I did the, the uh, pilot for it. Oh, it's called, uh, God, it starts with an M. The Mon not the Mongols, but uh, the Mongols is a real motorcycle club. It's called something like that. I can't think of the name of the. It was the Hispanic club in the in um, Sons of Anarchy. Maybe it is the Mongols. Can't remember. I think the Mongols is a real club though. I know they are here in California. 
Uh, yep. Random nomad. Our governor is a hypocrite. They're always like, do what we say, not what we do. And Noah says, because, haha, because it's been actually busy for corporate streaming. Oh, has it really? Well, congratulations. That's awesome, dude. Well, it should be, you know what I mean? Because people are really taking advantage, should be taking advantage of streaming. Yeah, for sure. I haven't been on set besides my own months, uh, my own in months. I only did three in-person gigs since March of this year. But I'm doing 17-part series on the basics of streaming. Smart, dude. So smart. The Mayans. That's right. Thank you, Random Nomad. Yeah, the Mayans. I actually... I worked on the pilot. I did the second pilot because, uh, oh my God, what is the creator? He's married to Peggy Bundy. I can't think of his name right now. I can't think of anything anymore. Uh, he actually created Sons of Anarchy. <clears throat> Sons of Anarchy. He created the Sons TV show. And this Mayans was the spinoff. And they did a trailer for uh, Mayans. And Fox rejected it. So they had to go back and shoot another trailer, a new, I mean, a new pilot, it's a trailer, a new pilot, not a trailer, a pilot. They did an initial pilot for Fox and then Fox turned it away. And so they ended up doing like a year later doing another pilot. And I actually worked on that one a couple of nights. It was an overnight shoot. Yeah, a 17 part series. That'll be amazing, uh, Noah. Just make sure you make them about 15 minutes, at least, because everything's going longer now on YouTube. Uh, and you also worked on one of my favorite movie savages. Yes, I did. That was a great, great, that was, that, if I could do that, uh, what I was doing, uh, Random Nomad, when I, when I did that for savages, because I was actually, uh, I was the official photographer for the the promotion, the movie promotion, and I was making, let's see, what was I making? I was making, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think I was making five fifty a day. Is that right? Yeah, I was making $550 a day plus $136 per diem, and we worked every day, seven days a week for 33 days. And we traveled to 12 or 14 countries <clears throat> and all on private planes, all on private jets. The only commercial jet that I wrote, that I took during that time was I took uh, the big Air, Airbus 380 from LAX, which is uh, it's, uh, France, Air France. I took the big A380 to Paris and then met the cast in Paris because I had a gig scheduled here. So I didn't get to leave the United States with the cast. We, uh, I had another gig I had to work. And then I actually met the cast in Mexico City and we did the promotional tour in Mexico City. And then I came back to LA and the cast went from Mexico City to Europe. So I came back to LA and did my gig I had here, which I think was a wedding, if I can't remember. It might have been the TV show I used to shoot for, uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. But I know I had a scheduled, something scheduled that I had to take care of. And so I didn't get to travel with the cast to Europe. But then uh, uh, once <clears throat> I finished my gig here, I took the Air France to France, to Paris, and met the cast in Paris. And then we went to London and Switzerland and Italy and Spain and, uh, gosh, just... Uh, Amsterdam or the Netherlands we went everywhere Freedom Dove how have you been RN oh random no man yeah Millionaire Matchmaker used to be a show that was on god I can't remember what network it was on was it on E might have been on E The e, is e, is there still an E network the E network used to be huge I don't even I don't hear anything about E anymore E Entertainment the E Entertainment Network it used to be huge. Yeah, there was a there was a show on there with Patty. She was kind of this uh, go hard matchmaker. That's this big matchmaker here in LA that uh, would match up couples. 
And so she had a whole business that was called Millionaire Matchmakers. So she would take girls and match them up with millionaires or girls that wanted to marry, you know, men with money. Pretty, pretty douche nozzle if you think about it now. But the, it was a, it was a real popular show. It went for it went for I don't know, like five or six seasons. I used to get paid. It was funny because I didn't make a lot of money per se for shooting for that show. I made three hundred and fifty dollars per girl. But sometimes I would shoot five or six girls in a day. And because I had this, uh, I literally had this little, just this. Uh, what they wanted. They gave me a, you know, a, a spreadsheet of what the, the photos that they needed. So it was, it was all poses that they needed for promotional stuff. So everything was the exact same. There was no, there was no create really creativity to it. All I had to do is just set everything up. And so once I got it set up and running, I could, th- I could run a girl through the whole gamut of poses that they needed in, you know, like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, Freedom Duff sounds like normal Hollywood trash. It's all trash, Freedom Duff. Or matchup guys, too, as well as women. Oh, yeah, I think it was on Bravo. I believe you're right, Random Nomad. Dude, your mind, your, your, your mind is like a vault of every information, all the information I always need. You always know it, Random Nomad. Yeah, it was my mom watch tents. Why I know of it, I was wondering. That was crazy that you knew, because uh, that's been so many years ago. It was, I was shooting for that show in two thousand nine and two thousand ten. But it was a good gig. I'm not gonna lie, it was a good gig while it lasted. I mean, it was a uh, was never my bread and butter, but it was the, it was the money that, uh, it was added money. If that makes sense. The problem is, is it actually made me lazy because I didn't have to work so hard to book clients uh, because I knew I would always have, you know, <clears throat> several girls a week that I would shoot. Uh, Chevy Life says I would have melted within 10 foot of Selma Hayek. Yeah, she's she was. It's funny. That was a very surreal thing meeting her. I've met a ton of celebrities. But meeting Salma Hayek was very, uh, it was, it was very, it was great. It was great to meet her. But like I had a huge crush on her in the 90s. Uh, once I saw her in, uh, uh, God, that movie Desperado. Yeah, I mean, I was like infatuated with Salma Hayek. And then I end up, we travel, traveling with her. Her and I actually, of course, she's married to a billionaire. Don't kid yourself. She's married to one of the richest men in the world that owns he his his company. One of his companies actually owns Gucci, the designer brand. They own Gucci. Um, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, it was Salma Hayek and Antonio Banderas in Desperado. That's such a little uh, cheesy independent movie, but it was one of Quentin Tarantino's first movies, and I just really liked that movie. I mean, I watch it now and it's so cheesy, but I just, I just kind of, it's like the old spaghetti westerns kind. I just love it. And Salma is freaking amazing in that movie. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was, uh, so her and I actually had dinner in Paris one day. I was uh, walking through the hotel and it was actually not even, this was a, uh, we were in Paris and it was not even a planned thing because she lives in Paris or she did. I'm not sure where she's living now. I think she's still living in Paris. Because her husband is European, he's a billionaire, one of the richest men in the world, and they and he's he's Parisian. I think he's from I think he is from Paris. I, I'm not sure, but I just know he's European, and I know that she was she lived in Paris, and but she had come to the hotel because all the press stuff that we were doing was uh, while we were in Paris was at the hotel that we were staying at. <clears throat> so she was at the hotel, and then. Um, I saw her walking through the lobby and I was like, Hey Salma. And she's like, Hey Ralph, come here. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's so animated. She's so funny. Cause she's so animated. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, just heading up to my room. She's like, do you want to eat with me? 
I was like, what? She's like, do you want to eat with me? I was like, uh, I need to go to dinner and I don't want to go by myself. I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I said, uh, let me text John and make sure that uh, it's cool that, you know, that he knows that I'm going to be gone. But yeah, and so I texted uh, JT and told him like, hey, uh, Sal and I are going to go get something to eat. And he's like, hey, no, hey, no. He goes, you know she's married, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know she's married. We're just going to go get something to eat. And uh, then we was leaving the freaking hotel. And I have a picture somewhere. I, I have to find it one of these days. But I have a picture somewhere because as soon as we exited the hotel, she was starving. And so she was kind of hangry because she wanted to hurry up and get something to eat. And she didn't want to eat in the hotel for some reason. I can't remember what she didn't want to eat in the hotel. But I called the car, got the car to come pick us up or come to get us. So the car was waiting for us and we exited the, the Ritz, the actual Ritz Hotel. You've heard of the Ritz-Carlton? Well, the the it's actually the Ritz in Paris. It's not a Ritz-Carlton. It's the original Ritz. And it was Hitler's favorite hotel. <laughs> so I know so, I, little uh, tidbits of information that nobody needs to know. But yeah, I remember. So anyway, uh, they, they actually have a picture of Hitler in the hotel, standing in the, in the lobby of the hotel. It's crazy. Uh, so y- the picture is where... Hitler was standing, which is where the picture is, if that makes sense. But anyway, so we're leaving the hotel, and as soon as, because it got out that there was several celebrities, everybody that was working on Savages, if you watch, if you've seen Savages, it's a pretty uh, star-studded cast. So several of the actors were staying there at the hotel. So there was a whole group of people, like, uh, and as soon as Salman and I walked outside the front door, like, there was probably... 40, 50 people that just, they just, just immediately just surrounded her and swarmed her. So I'm just standing there and she's signing, she's signing autograph after autograph and taking pictures or for, you know, selfies with these, with these fans. And her, it's so funny cause her face, cause I know she was so hungry, but she was like, you know, sucking it up, but she just looks so sad cause she's just sitting there signing autograph, signing autograph and she just wanted to go eat. Uh, but we finally, I finally pulled her, I pulled her out of there. And basically, you know, cause I used to do it for John too. I would like say, okay, you got, I've got to take him. You got to go, you got to go. So, uh, you know, celebrities love that when you can tell them they got to go so they can actually go. Cause they'd be there for, uh, they'd be there for eternity if it was left up to them. Uh, but anyway, we got out of there and then we went to a, uh, I think we went, where did we go? I think it was an Italian restaurant in France. Uh, and uh, it was amazing. The food, in, the food in, in Paris is amazing. I miss Paris. I've been there so many times. Like in 2012, I was there five times that year. And uh, man, I miss it. I would love to go back. But I hear it's like, I hear it's like LA and New York and, you know, all these big cities. I hear it's really, you know, like a friend of mine. Uh, his mother lived in Paris and she grew up there and she just left because it's, it's, it's went downhill so much because all of the refugees that were poor, that a lot of refugees poured out of Syria and Sri Lanka and all these different places into Paris. So it's gotten pretty bad. Uh, Chevy Life says, how's JT doing since his wife passed away? It's weird. I don't talk to him that much anymore. Uh, Chevy Life, he texted me today. Uh, about some old movie with some guy that I didn't, I, I, I knew who he was, but I don't really remember who he was. Uh, but anyway, uh, he said he was watching this old movie. I don't, I don't really like these old, I don't like the old, old movies from like the fifties or sixties, but, uh, he's, he's doing as good as he can. Um, it's really hard on, I think it's, is it's really hard on him and the kids cause Kelly's gone. And so I kind of just leave him alone and, you know, cause I know he's got a, he's got his kids and everything to take care of. Freedom Dove says, I wouldn't want to go to Paris nowadays. Yeah. That's kind of what I hear. I still love Paris. So I would go, uh, driving home says any of the European countries have American restaurants. So, uh, Lamont, they do have, uh, like McDonald's, they have stuff like that, but it's not like McDonald's. Uh, you'll think it's going to be like McDonald's. It's the, uh, you get a hamburger, but it's not going to be like a hamburger you get here in the States. It was funny because, uh, 
when I was in Paris, I was there for one time I was there for, I think a week or week and a half, maybe two weeks. And this, the hotel that we were staying at was absolutely beautiful hotel, huge hotel, like 1500 rooms, big hotel, looks like a castle. Uh, and I would get lost. It was so funny because the first two or three days I was there, if I left my room, I couldn't find it again. It, that's how big the hotel is. So it's crazy, huge hotel. Um, I would spend an hour looking for my room because I would literally, as soon as I walked out of my room, I was lost and couldn't get back to my room. Uh, but so I would, I had nothing but like uh, room service and then we would go and I all of my food bill and everything was covered. So um, I would go eat at the restaurants and stuff like that. So I'm eating all of this delicious gourmet food. Like this is a five star, these are five star restaurants. Uh, it's not, you know, like a meal just for me to eat would be like $140, $150. Just me getting like whatever, you know, it's just on the menu. Uh so it was very expensive, but it was all this really expensive French gourmet food that was absolutely delicious. But there came a point after like a couple of weeks or a week and a half that I just wanted like a hamburger. I just wanted like a cheeseburger, some French fries and a Coke. And so I asked uh, the maitre d' if they knew like if there was like any place I could get like a hamburger. And they were like, yeah, rather there's like a, there's actually a Americana restaurant. If you just walk down here like six blocks, you'll run right into it. It's all decorated like American with American flag and it's called the Americana or something like that. I was like, really? All right. Yeah, cool. Let me check this out. So I walk all the way down to this restaurant. And I get there, and he wasn't lying, dude. It's like all red, white, and blue. It's got Americana going across the front of it. And it's got like hamburgers, milkshakes, french fries, all of this stuff. Like, I was like, oh, this, I, yeah, because I, I was craving a hamburger or a cheeseburger. So I'm like, this is great. So I go in and sit down, and I order, and it was, I'm not kidding you, I think it was like $17, $18 for just a little cheeseburger and french fries and a Coke. And they bring it to me, and I'm not kidding you, the hand, the cheeseburger was the size of a biscuit. I mean, it was tiny. It was this just this big around. I mean, it was absolutely. I don't I don't have anything to show you like that like the like the bottom of a, a Coke can. It was tiny little hamburger, and the Coke they bring me a Coke, and the Coke is like this tall. It's like a the size of the. It was in a glass. They brought it in a glass, not in a can, and it was the size of, like, Americans, you know, that little rinse cup that you have to rinse your mouth out after you brush your teeth. You know, you can buy those little rinse glasses like your grandparents used to have in the bathroom, you know, that they rinse their mouth out when they after they brush their teeth. It was a little tiny cup of Coke like this. I was like, and then the straw was like a stir straw for, like, coffee because the cup was so small, and I was like, and like I, I, and then the French fries there, I bet you there was probably 25 French fries. And I was like, Oh man. And so I was like thinking to myself, as soon as I eat this, I'm really going to be hungry. And that's exactly the way it was. I mean, it didn't even, didn't even come close to curbing my appetite, but the people in France are so small because they eat very small portions. They're tiny little people. I mean, I felt fat going, I mean, I'm not a fat guy. I'm, you know, five, ten and a half and weigh like 180 pounds. But I felt, I felt, because they're just in impeccable shape. You don't see anybody with like love handles or like a beer belly or any of that. Their food is so good. I mean, it's all natural and it's not full of all the GMOs and all of the, you know, the stuff that you get in all the trash that you get in our food. Uh, Freedom Dove sounds like Europe. Let's see. Random Nomad says, oh, I missed something. Oh, that reminded me of scary moment for me getting lost in Prescott National Forest at Inksy Lake Comp Campground. Yeah. Oh, they'd freak out over a Whataburger. Yeah. Because, I mean, a Whataburger is a, you know, that's what I was craving, Trav. I was like really 
I was really craving a Whataburger. I, I crave Whataburger here in California. People people lose their mind when I tell them I would trade In and Out for Whataburger. Now I like In and Out. Don't get me wrong, but in my opinion, Whataburger is better. If you get a good Whataburger, the last time I was in Texas, uh, where was I at? <clears throat> trying to remember. I might have been in Lubbock. I was in a I was in small town Texas. Oh no, I was in El Paso. I was in El Paso. And uh, I, I, as soon as I got to El Paso, I pulled directly into a Whataburger. I was like, I, as soon, the first one I saw, I pulled right in. I go in. I'm so excited because I just drove a thousand miles uh, to get to El Paso. About a thousand, about 900, I think. I pull into El Paso, four o'clock in the morning, go to sleep, wake up, head to Whataburger. First one I see, pull in. Go in, get my Whataburger. I am so excited. I haven't had a Whataburger in probably five years, maybe more. I was so excited to have a Whataburger. And it's dry. It was dry and the, the fries were stale. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Now, I did end up getting another, you know, going to a different restaurant, a different Whataburger. I think the Whataburger that I was at was like not in the best part of El Paso. And that's one thing I've actually, uh, one thing I've actually noticed is that, you know, like when you're in kind of like a shady part of town, they don't even care about the food. Like over here uh, where I was working uh, over at, uh, over off of, uh, uh, by downtown LA, it's not, it's like South Central LA over there. So they don't care about the food at all. I mean, you get food and like you'll go to, to like a Burger King and it'll just be, you'll be like, what is this? This is not, doesn't even look like Burger King because they just throw it together. They don't care because the people over there don't complain. They're just glad to get it. So they don't take any, you know, it's just the, the stores are dirt or the restaurants are dirty and it's like, it's crazy. Freedom Dove says, yeah, it depends on the location of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, Joe Alderado says, In-N-Out is a good basic burger. It's a great basic burger. And it's cheap. And it's all natural ingredients. I mean, I'm not knocking uh, In-N-Out at all. It, the difference is, is Whataburger is like the old school. Uh, it's It tastes like the old school burgers that I grew up with. There used to be a place in Texas that was called Mr. Burger back in the day. You remember those tribe, Mr. Burgers? Uh, it was before, Mr. Burger was before McDonald's, before Burger King really was in throughout Texas. There was these little drive up. You just drove up. There wasn't like no dining room or anything. You would just drive up to a Mr. Burger and just walk up to a little window and order your food. And it's it was a water burger. Waterburger literally, I mean, Waterburger's been around since I think the 50s or 60s or something like that, but they weren't so spread out. But you could go anywhere to any little town in Texas and there was a Mr. Burger. Uh, Chevy Life says, oh yeah, I sure do. Yeah, they were everywhere. They were just this little tiny drive-up restaurant that you just are, uh, you know, you just, there really wasn't a restaurant, it was just a little drive-up. You drove up and then you got out and you walked up to the window and then they you would order and and uh, it was the first place that I ever saw a styrofoam cup. They gave us, because used to back in the day when you got a Coke, uh, it came in like this uh, cup that was like, it had wax on it. It was, a, it was a paper cup, but it was coated in wax. So if you left your Coke in there too long, eventually the, the, the cup would start absorbing the, the Coke or the, the soda. And then Mr. Burger went to styrofoam cups. So it was amazing because it would keep the styrofoam cups would keep your drink cold. And I was just infatuated with that. <clears throat> C. Gillian. Am I saying that right? C. Gillian? Anyone have a hamburger stand? Well, that was kind of what uh, Mr. Burger was. It wasn't really, it was kind of a hamburger stand. But it was actually, a, yeah, DQ is everywhere. Yeah, they had they had a Dairy Queen in Texas, but Dairy Queen is kind of a walk in, and basically back in the day, I mean, it still kind of is. They were they, Dairy Queen was more famous for their ice cream than they were their actual food. The food in Dairy Queen has never been great, 
but their ice cream is great. So you'd go to you would go to Dairy Queen and eat their hamburger or their chicken fingers or you know whatever they had so you could eat the ice cream for dessert. But yeah, there's there's actually a Dairy Queen here in downtown Huntington Beach. Uh there's yeah, the blizzards. There's not too many I don't know I don't know of another Dairy Queen in California. I'm sure there are some, but the only one I know uh is in downtown Huntington Beach. And I would it was right down from where I used to live. So I'd walk over there and get a blizzard or get their uh get their uh their ice cream. Teal Taco in the Inland Empire is of SoCal used the wax cups. Tasty did the same. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing that you guys haven't that they have in Texas is uh, Taco Bueno. So over here we have Del Taco in California. We don't have Taco Bueno. I love Taco Bueno. I I like Taco Bueno better than I do Taco Bell. I mean, we're really talking about healthy food here on this podcast today. But when you're a van lifer, you eat out a lot, unfortunately. Uh, Especially if you're a single van lifer that don't like to cook. It's it's actually, it's not that I don't like to cook. I don't like to clean. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I won't eat DQ anymore, but I used to love them before I stopped eating most fast food. Yeah. Joe Adorado says, I miss Del Taco. Yeah, the dollar menu, dude. You can, their tacos a dollar, their burritos a dollar. You can spend $5 at Del Taco and have a whole meal. I like Del Taco better than Taco Bell. Yeah, okay. Well, in Texas, they have a a, rest, a different restaurant that's called Taco Bueno. or it, It's in Dallas. I'm not sure if they have it in San Antonio and Austin. But I know they have Taco Bueno in Dallas. I love Taco Bueno. If you ever go get their tacos, because it tastes like real meat. Taco Bell is compared to Taco Bell. Taco Bell is compared to, wait, Del Taco. Okay. Sorry, Del Taco. Gotcha. Well, the funny thing about Del Taco is most people don't realize this is they serve hamburgers and stuff too. Freedom Dove says, I only ate out once on my 12-day trip to Idaho and back. I think it was called Taco John's. You're doing good, Freedom Dove. The best thing to do is cook your own food. Chevy Life says, man, fast food has gone up $9 for a Whopper meal. Now, it's crazy, Trav. It is crazy. C. Gillian, I'm from Texas and love Taco Cabana. Yeah, Taco Cabana. We used to get, that was where everybody went after we were, lived, after the bars closed and everybody was drunk. Taco Cabana. Yeah, they still have those. It was so funny because everybody wanted to go get their margaritas because everybody was, I think, yeah, their margaritas, weren't they what they were famous for was their margaritas. And then they found out that their margaritas didn't even have like real tequila in them. They had like champagne. They were like the first company that put champagne in their margaritas instead of like tequila. But that's how come their their, uh, margaritas were so cheap. Yeah, uh, but everybody after we would leave the the they would be open after we would leave the bars and we'd all go to Taco Cabana. Freedom Dove says I really eat out now and don't foresee that changing since I have a fridge and cook stoves. Good for you, Freedom Dove. Jack in the Box, I eat Jack in the Box. There's one right here, but I'm not really a fan. I like their curly fries, but I'm not. I, I eat it. It's okay, but it's just it's not real. I just, it's not great. Uh, just like McDonald's. I mean, I'll eat McDonald's from time to time. Just not great. Burger King, I think Burger King makes a lot better burger than Jack in the Box and McDonald's. Uh, they make actually a big burger. Random Nomad, I like their loaded curly fries. Yeah, I like their curly fries. All right, guys, we just hit an hour. I just kind of just, we just kind of just, chatted and just rambled today really wasn't any uh there really wasn't any structure to this madness today uh, I just wanted to see if it would work I'm just so excited I was gonna warn you guys that if the internet cut out that the show may cut out I wasn't sure it'd, it'd work all the way through but yeah we just hit an hour and we didn't have a problem and I forgot to warn you guys and tell you if it cut out that you know I apologize 
But luckily, the Internet seems to be doing great. C. Gillian says, if you're ever in El Paso again, I recommend Taco Tote. It started in C.D. Juarez and moved over to El Paso. Okay, cool. The funny thing is, is I spent a week in El Paso three or four years ago, and I actually went over to Juarez and spent a couple of days over there. So I ate several places over there. It was so funny because I would go out, and El Paso is not expensive. It's not an expensive town. And I would go out in El Paso, and like Trav said, like a meal would be $10, $15 for me to eat at a restaurant. And I went out in Juarez, and I think it was like 3 bucks, $4. And I mean, I had like a three-course meal. I had like a real set-down meal at a really nice restaurant. I should say really nice for Mexico. But, I mean, it was a nice restaurant. Um, Joe Adorado says, it was good random talk. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't sure. Plus, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so didn't I didn't really do any show notes today. I wasn't sure that the show would, that the internet would let me uh, stream the show. For those that don't know, I tried to do the show on Friday, and literally started the show up, and within five minutes, it just started cutting out, and it just kept buffering and kept buffering and kept buffering, and then finally, it just it lost connection completely. Uh, and so I shut the show down, and then my internet was completely out. So I waited for about 10 minutes, and I got the internet back on. I shut my computers down, restarted all my computers, got everything back up and running, and I waited an hour. I waited an hour to try to do it again at 8 o'clock. So I reset everything back up again, started the stream at 8 p.m., and somebody came in. I can't remember who it was, and they said, Hey, man, I can't understand you. There's like your uh, The sound is all static. And I was like, okay. I, I threw in the towel. I'm like, hey, I'm done. So uh, I was, I'm excited that we're back up and streaming again today. And again, for those of you that uh, didn't hear when, I think everybody heard when the show, when I first started the show, I want to thank you guys for my Thanksgiving. I want to thank all you guys. Uh, my show here, made, or my YouTube channels made more money this month. I just got paid on the 21st, made more money than I think I've ever made on YouTube, ever. So with uh, the donations that was added to that, it really, uh, yeah, it super or the super chats. I was really surprised because I wasn't for sure that uh, they was gonna do that. I wasn't even sure I'd get paid. You gotta, you have to make a hundred dollars before before YouTube will even pay you. So like, say you make sixty dollars in a month, they won't even pay you. You gotta wait, and then if you make forty dollars the next month, then they'll pay you. They, it's a hundred dollar payout. So you gotta make a hundred dollars to even get paid. So I was wondering if I it I thought this month might be the first month I never got paid because the viewers seem the views have seemed to have gone way down, but uh, I guess people are watching the whole podcast or something. Oh, dude, Joe Eldorado, thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man, for the super chat. Joe Eldorado hit us with a five dollar super chat just as we're getting ready to wrap things up. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yes, and the PayPal's random nomad. Oh, I love the little the the little uh. I worked so hard to get that little alert to work. Joe Eldorado, Super Chat, $5. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Uh, for the, It's so funny because uh, Chevy Life that's in the room, I used to date his sister when we were kids, when we were teenagers. I dated his sister. That's how I know Trav. I dated his older sister. And then Joe Eldorado's in here, and I know Joe because I had a crush on Joe's sister. But she wouldn't have anything to do with me. But, uh, you know, I, I tried. I did I did everything I could. Uh, Rose, she's 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 still a good friend, though. Yeah, it's so funny. So both of you guys, I was after your sisters. All right, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the American Nomad Podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, and, uh, you know... Go spend it with your family. You only live once. You know what I mean? If you don't spend Thanksgiving with your family because you're worried about COVID, you know, there might not be a next Thanksgiving. Who knows? I was going to say really quick, I went to a wedding in Texas. I think most of you know this. I went to a wedding in Texas. There was probably 100 people there. I had some very elderly relatives that are not in very good health there. And I really wanted to test those waters and see who got sick because nobody was wearing a mask. 
we're over a month out. That was on October 17th. So it was over a month ago. Not one person came down with COVID at that wedding. And everybody, my brother and sister was, sister-in-law were scared, you know, because they were like, oh, man, we could be in trouble. Like if somebody gets COVID, you know, it's going to spread around and, you know, but nothing, it was fine. And I, I had a, I had a feeling it was going to be fine. So I know there's a big spike in COVID, but uh, don't, don't, don't fear. Live your life. Don't live in fear. Exactly, Freedom Dove. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And that is going to do it, guys, for this episode of the American Nomad Podcast. And we will see you here the day after Thanksgiving, Friday at 7 p.m. For those of you uh, that can be here. Thanks again, uh, Joe Eldorado, for the $5 Super Chat, brother. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the American Nomad Podcast. Until next time, keep looking up because that's where it all is.